0: One of those tough weeks where um, I've struggled to really find lots of different things to talk about because for large portions of the week I've only really been thinking about one topic outside of the normal kind of day-to-day living and survival stuff. Um, So it's going to dominate a little bit through the week and I don't know what else to say other than uh, I'll see you the other side of the guitar. (laughs) There's a song by Marillion called Deserve, and it goes through a number of different examples and um, topics, but ultimately suggests that we get the things that we deserve. Um, and I, I, this week, don't believe that, because I don't believe we deserve what we got today. Um, the site of a special advisor to the Prime Minister... A person who should just be there in the background holding a press conference in number 10 to explain the hypocrisy of the fact that he's behaved differently to the rest of the country during a period of national solidarity and lockdown and explaining it away through a technicality um, was a disgrace. Um, I don't know how else really to put it in the context of the sacrifices that so many people have made, um, the instructions were very clear. Uh, The instruction was stay at home. And that's what so many people in so many difficult circumstances did. And yet the amount of effort that is being um, applied and the ridiculous nature of the game that is being played to excuse um, an individual... Uh, who should just apologise and resign? And the amount of stuff that's being thrown out in different directions to try and persuade us that we should look somewhere else uh, is appalling. Um, for a man who's supposedly his genius is understanding the public mood, then I think it's quite amazing that he, you know he and his master have so misread the public mood in this particular instance. Uh, i didn 't want this to dominate my bank holiday i didn't i 'm embarrassed to say i I watched his press conference because I was drawn to it, but i you know I should have left it alone because I guess that I did in that respect get what I deserved um but that doesn 't make it any more or less or more or less right um and the outrage I felt and the um desire to scream at a screen whilst watching this charade um, was, was almost at the point of being uncontrollable. Um, we deserve so much better than this. This is not about politics. This is not about which side of the Brexit divide you're on. This is not about whether you're left or right-leaning. This is not about whether you think immigration is a good or a bad thing. It's got nothing to do with any of that. This has got to do with a nation being told that we were all in this together and we needed to act collectively to beat something. And then those rules being torn up for people who honestly think they don't apply to them. that Those simple rules don't apply to those people. And we shouldn't be surprised of our Prime Minister because he's somebody who's always felt exactly the same way. So I'm annoyed and I'm angry today, uh, and it may pass through the week, and it and it may. But I've got a sneaking suspicion it's going to last a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot longer. Tuesday, and in amongst the shambles uh, of yesterday, um, we got information about lockdown easing, and. Um, That's made me start to think a little bit, because obviously we've had some indication about what can happen, uh, is going to happen with uh, shops and with um, congregations of people and how fast we might see some elements of life returning to something that is closer to where we were eight, ten weeks ago. The interesting thing about that is that I've started to wonder whether I've become a little institutionalised whether um, actually not only have I got used to the measures in place and the restrictions on my behaviour, that I've stopped thinking about them as restrictions on my behaviour and actually I'm operating within the confines of them and actually taking some comfort from the confines of them. So, you know, um, I went out tonight and I did the weekly shop uh, and realise that I think I've been out apart from my, you know, run or my walk in the morning. I've probably only been out once more through the course of the last week. And looking at the week ahead, I probably won't go out much more um, after, you know, after shopping tonight this week. Um, and as I say, I'm I'm qu- I'm quite happy with that. And I'm now a little bit scared about other things. That are starting to lift so that you know in one breath it was great to know that retail was going to be open. I've always worked in and around retail and i'm a I'm a firm believer in the the retail experience i I, I like going to shops and I like being able to browse and I like the interactivity of it um but I don't really want to go shopping. And, uh, you know, aside from needing, you know, maybe a T-shirt and a pair of shorts, and, and none of which are particularly desperate, um, I, I'm i now at the point where I can only see, see myself going to shop um, for the purposes of buying a particular thing. So I'm not convinced I'm going to be buying um, buying things or going shopping just to browse and to enjoy the experience in a way that that I kind of was used to. And it made me think that eight weeks is clearly long enough, or however many weeks it's been, eight, 10, 12, whatever it is, I, I, I have kind of lost count, I mean, genuinely have lost count. But it's clearly been long enough to change my behaviour. So all that behaviour, a lot of which was um, habitual, um now appears um to have changed and uh clearly the period is long enough as i say for for those habits to be overturned so i don't know how you're feeling about your lockdown and whether it is a little bit of institutionalization if that's a word um but i i i'm not in a rush anytime soon to go back i think i'm going to be a I'm not gonna be an early adopter of whatever comes next. I'm gonna wait and watch and see and let the rest of the world dick their toes before I make any any kind of decisions. Wednesday. What hasn't helped my mood this week? And I'm still <laughs> I'm still struggling with Monday and the weekend, and I'm really still struggling with um the um Hypocrisy of the things that um, I witnessed over that period of time, but what's not helped either this week is um, is we should have been on holiday. We should have been in Spain this week. This is half term, um, and um, and we were looking forward to going to a place uh, that's sort of forty kilometers south of Alicante, and we had a villa booked, and it would essentially have been social isolating. Uh, social distancing or self isolation in Spain, because the place you know uh, where we go, it is it's inland. It's not surrounded by anything you know particularly touristy. Uh, it's a complex based around a golf course, and there's a lo- there's a load of villas on there, and they've all got private pools. So we we decamp when we go. And apart from you know a couple of trips to the supermarket, um, we we sit around the pool and we read books and we play games and the cards come out and the board games come out. There's Wi-Fi, so you know the kids are quite happy uh, on those moments when it gets a little bit hot and and we just chill. Uh, and as as a family, we've managed to get into quite a nice groove when we have that holiday. Um, that we all um, we all kind of literally just um, zone out. We get lots of sleep, um, and uh, you know there's 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 lots of lots of swimming going on. Uh, I managed to get a few runs in, um, and you know we might take a trip to the market, or uh, we might there's a there's a great beach fairly close by. We might go to the beach, but other than that, it's a very very chilled out um, kind of vibe. So. To a certain extent, that might be affecting my underlying mood. So, if I'm a little, I guess if I'm a little less uh, tolerant of things around me, then there's still a little bit of, uh, and it's purely selfish because I know uh, we can't go for all the right reasons or for all the reasons that are, you know, are very real. But you still can't help thinking, well, that's where, you know, that's where we should have been this week. Um, now. We've been lucky that the weather's been so great. So, you know, managed to sit in the garden quite a lot this week. Um, The boys had a water fight tonight, which was carnage. But it it felt a little bit like that kind of uh, playing in the pool thing in Spain with this sort of shouts and squeals as, as water was flung around and everybody got absolutely soaking wet. So... I shouldn't really have that much of an issue because some parts of it we've actually just replicated at home. We've probably gone about the same amount of distance as we would have done while we were away. And and I guess in that respect, it's exactly the same. But there's something about you that can't let go of the fact that you should have been somewhere else. A change is as good as a rest um, kind of scenario. Um, so I don't know is that that sat in the background a little bit is that affecting my my views a little bit Um, mm, mm, do I let Dominic off for that it's a a tough shout Thursday as I'm getting older I'm waking earlier in the summer Um, in fact I'm waking with a light I don't want to get up in the winter. Trying to drag myself out of bed to go for a run in the winter when it's dark is virtually impossible. Um, But as soon as the light starts to kick in, then I'm waking anything between 4.30 and 5 o'clock. And by awake, I mean awake. I mean ping awake. Um, Awake, have to get up awake, Um, not um, awake, drowsy, you know, roll over, go back to sleep, have another couple of hours. Um, When did that change? Um, because it 's been coming for the last couple of years, um, and it seems to be something that will run with me from you know late April through until you know September or whatever um, and i I fell asleep, I fell asleep on the the sofa at you know at before nine o'clock the other night simply because i'm it 's just the hours I find myself keeping i 'm I'm I'm starting to keep the hours of an eighty-year-old. I'll be having I'll be having my lunch at ten thirty and my evening meal at three o'clock. The rate that we go in. Um, so, at what point did that change? Um, is this is should I be out in the fields? Should I be collecting wheat? Should I be doing all of those things and getting up with with the hours? I don't know. But the the fact of the matter is, if you're supposed to stay awake in the daylight hours, then I'm not managing to keep awake until it actually gets dark at one end of the day. Um, More often than not, I'm asleep before the kids and, you know, my kids are 7 and 12. So um, I'd be really interested to hear from anybody else if this is unique to me or if this is just a thing uh it doesn't seem to afflict my wife she you know she's she's flat out until seven thirty, eight o'clock every morning so it's not it's not something that i don't know if it's a i don't think it's a bloke thing or not i don't know but um for whatever reason it, it you know the the I'm, I'm i'm there with the dawn chorus um every single day so if you can shed any light on it if there is actually a, a reason why that's a thing then i'd be uh I'd be very grateful for anybody that could let me uh could let me know, but in the meantime I'll just carry on uh, getting up and you know going for my run or my for my walk at at sometime around about six in the morning friday as you can probably tell from um this week's uh episode and I've listened back um to the things that I've said through the course of the week, and you know, we've got a we've got a Friday, and I'm not actually any less angry than I was on Monday, and I suppose that's the sign of something that really, I guess, to use the journalistic phrase, cuts through. Um, and the situation we've had this week has absolutely cut through. Um, and as the week's gone on, and I watched the you know the ridiculous spectacle of of, of Mr Johnson. Trying to um, trying to you know present himself in a meaningful way at the select committee um, on Wednesday um, and some of the other things that have gone around through the course of the week, then I don't, it, none of which has made me feel any better. And I, I, but then I suppose this is just one of those defining moments where we you know we really now understand what it is that we've got and 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 as a government and as a you know. the the leader of a government then then these are the things that they're they're bothered about and those things largely um aren't aren't the collective of of the uk population so you know it's it's i don't want to end the week in terms of the, the the podcast like that and obviously you'll know on friday what i try and do is i try and get um, some things together um, that make me think, okay well maybe these things wouldn't have happened if we weren't in lockdown, so th- there's little wins there um, and, uh, and and I've done the same thing I've done the same thing this week um, to try and you know to try and finish on a a slightly more positive note I don't know do I want to finish on a more positive note? No because I'm really angry, still really, really angry. and I know there are a lot of other people who are really, really angry um but but let's park it and look, look at it. actually there's a way of transitioning this there's a way of transitioning this uh I read something yesterday that talked to the fact that um Barney Castle is a piece of slang. So everybody, you know, if you're not aware of the nonsense that went on on Monday. Uh, Dominic Cummings was spotted in in uh, Barnard Castle uh, in County Durham and his excuse was that he was going for a drive to check his eyesight to see if he could drive. Uh, and it's all nonsense and and, and 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 a very, you know, even the most the loosest piece of scrutiny realises that human beings don't do that. Uh, if you wanted to see if you could drive, you would drive five minutes down the road and you'd drive back. You wouldn't pile your family into the car, potentially risking you know them if you couldn't drive properly and then go to a local beauty spot. So it's all nonsense, but we'll leave that to one side. It's become evident that the term Barney Castle is actually a piece of slang that means it's a bad or pathetic excuse, and it dates back to the 1500s, 1600s. So that's kind of appeared um, to the to the delight of a lot of people, including me, that there is. It almost feels like there's some form of uh, divine intervention in this. That actually, of all the places it could be, uh, by being that, by being Barnard Castle, and by us getting that little little note about this, the the use of. Slang terminology that actually does you know there's some there is some element of kismet involved in the whole thing so I suppose that links us from or links me from still being uh, upset about this thing back to something that is there to make me smile and that did make me smile so that's so that's you know that's quite nice um I've had a great week on podcast work. I've had a great week on podcast work with the, the the podcast called the Corona Diaries that I do with Steve Hogarth, who's the lead singer of Marillion. And, um, um, and and we've we've produced quite a bit of content this week, and some it's gone out, and the response to the content's been fantastic, and I know it's it's bringing some you know in terms of re- responses, uh, and I'm really truly blessed because this thing has been listening by. well listened to by tens of thousands of people and um and it's really you know it's really bringing uh, some um it's it's raising a smile with a lot of people um and they are actually to be fair and i say this myself and you know I'm, i'm i'm actually one part of of the of the person on the podcast but they are very funny when i edit them myself i i find myself laughing um because they are actually, it's a really, really funny conversation with a with a warm, articulate human being, and and you know, and they go off in lots of silly directions. So, we I've had a great week with that, but I've had a great week editing with um, with Jason Hunt with the 942 podcast, and we did an interview this week, uh, or we rewrapped an episode this week with Earl Slick, who's a guitarist who played with David Bowie, and that's uh, you know, and that's due to go out um, on Monday, and that was that was great as well. So I've had a great week in terms of pulling loads of content together loads of really really positive content together. And I've been talking to somebody else about a new project as well. So you know there's all that that's gone on and to a certain extent because that's work that's not maybe stuck out as something to talk about. So by stay by keeping it until now it still feels like something that I can throw in into the mix. So yes, there's the, the you know I could have had a good week without being in lockdown but for whatever the, the the work at the moment is is framed by lockdown because of the way we have to record and the way we have to put these things together so it's been it's been a really strong week in terms of um, positive creative content um, that, that that people are, are you know are finding some enjoyment with so that's that's fantastic um I have to shout out I think it's the right time to stop the clap for carers that doesn't mean that I don't think it's a worthwhile thing. I just do feel a little sense of uh, of of the world is changing a little and maybe that moment where that bit of solidarity was was required as maybe not past, but it seems the right time to let that particular um, little thing go. So, um, But it made it all the more special that this week was potentially the final one, and it's a great time to recognise all of those people. Um, that have kept doing those essential things through the last ten to twelve weeks that have you know that have been hugely important and brought some uh, stability and consistency to you know to our lives. And then I'm going to finish. Uh, I'm going to finish with Joe Wicks dressed as a panda. And I know I spoke a little bit about Joe Wicks right at the beginning, but I watched Joe Wicks do an entire half an hour routine this morning um, dressed as a panda. On, on a day that must have been already 20 plus degrees by the time you know he did this thing and and it and it was it was nonsense in the way that you know you go back far enough and the goodies were absolute nonsense and uh, for those of you of a certain age so i' I've, I've got to tip my hat to Joe because not only is he there every single day and certainly my eldest son has has, has been there with him every single day. And there was a little bit of a groan when we saw him dressed as a panda in terms of, well, (laughs) what the hell are you doing, Joe? But as you watch the thing unfold, the man's enthusiasm is just unbelievable. And so it's probably a nice place to end to just say the grown man jumping around doing a fitness routine, a high impact fitness routine dressed as a panda probably is the bit that I should remember the end of the week with. Um, so that's what I'm gonna to choose to to finish the week on. Uh, everybody uh, I, I hope I hope you're all still safe and well. Um, and take a moment to think about um, the things that are going on at the highest levels of government because we should be annoyed and we should be incensed about them. But at the same time, Enjoy the sunshine and enjoy the, the, you know, the, the bits of lockdown that are probably worth cherishing. I'll see you next week. If you've enjoyed Therapy for Me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.